Hello and welcome to the 96th episode of Crosby's Nine, where we look at English from all angles. Don't forget to finish off your words, right? We look at English from all angles. Don't forget to pronounce the final S in your words. Very important. Okay. Hey, did you watch the Super Bowl? The Super Bowl took place just a couple days ago. Please repeat. The Super Bowl took place just a couple days ago to take place. Yeah, the Super Bowl took place just a couple days ago. Did you watch it? Did you? Did you watch it? Remember, when we say did you quickly, it sounds like did you. These are the kinds of combinations that you need to understand. Did he? Did you? Did they? Did we? Do you? Does he? Does she? Have they? Has he? Has she? Would he? Would he? Would he? Would he go? Would he go? Would she go? Would she? Okay. Did you? Did you watch the Super Bowl? What is the Super Bowl, by the way? Well, the Super Bowl is the championship game. It's the championship game between the winner of the AFC against the winner of the NFC. Yeah, the AFC, the champion of the AFC against the champion of the NFC. By the way, what does AFC stand for? Do you remember the word to stand for? What the heck was that? Oh, to stand for. Yes, to stand for means to represent, and we use it for initials. NFL. What does the NFL stand for? National Football League. What does AFC stand for? American Football Conference. What does NFC stand for? National Football Conference. So the Kansas City Chiefs represented the AFC. They were the champions of the AFC. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers represented the NFC. And it was the 55th Super Bowl, the 55th edition of the Super Bowl. Now, which team was the underdog? Please repeat, which team was the underdog? Do you understand the word underdog? Well, that word is made up of two words, under, the preposition, and dog, like woof, woof. You know, a dog, the animal, the pet. Underdog. What's an underdog? An underdog is the weakest team or the weakest player in sports. It's the team or the player least likely to win. Please repeat. An underdog is the player least likely to win. An underdog is the player least likely to win. So Tampa Bay, I believe, was the underdog. But what's always funny about the Super Bowl is the hype involved. Oh, it's the Super Bowl. Are you ready? And they talk about it, and they talk about it, and there is so much hype surrounding the Super Bowl. What is hype, by the way? Hype, and how do you spell it? How do you spell hype? H-Y-P-E. Please repeat, H-Y-P-E. So hype is this discussion that makes something seem more important or more exciting than it really is. Hey, it's the Super Bowl. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. It's going to be super exciting. And this is the hype that people give the Super Bowl every year. So it's also a verb. To hype means to promote or publicize something extravagantly. What do you think of when you think of hype? I think of a song called Don't Believe the Hype. Some of you may remember the song called Don't Believe the Hype, which was a song by Public Enemy, which came out in 1988. So back to hype and back to the Super Bowl. Every year, they really hype the Super Bowl. They promote it. They publicize it. It's a really big deal. So this year, it was Tampa Bay against Kansas City, and Tampa Bay won the Super Bowl 31-9. to 
Tampa Bay won the game and they beat the Chiefs. Please repeat, Tampa Bay won the game and they beat the Chiefs. Now, is the Super Bowl overrated or is it underrated? Well, that's a difficult question to answer. In my opinion, it's always overrated. <laughs> the Super Bowl is always overrated because of the hype. There is so much hype surrounding the Super Bowl that it's overrated. Now, what does to overrate mean? If something is overrated, what does that mean? It means that it's valued too highly. And I think that the Super Bowl is overrated, but it needs to be, don't you think? The Super Bowl needs to be overrated. You have all of the cool commercials that are made specifically for the Super Bowl. You have the Super Bowl halftime show, which this year featured the weekend. And you have all of the hype. You have the journalists and the television broadcast throughout the world. It's an international event. So there's a lot of hype surrounding it. But I do believe that it is overrated. The other word would be underrated. If something is underrated, it's rated too lowly. It's valued too lowly. Is the Super Bowl ever underrated? Probably not. I think the only time the Super Bowl could be underrated would be if the result is absolutely amazing. The final score is something that nobody imagined, and it was a super competitive game, really exciting while well, the game was underrated. But since it's the Super Bowl, I don't think it's ever underrated. It's always overrated due to the hype. Now, this year's game did not live up to the hype. Please repeat, this year's game didn't live up to the hype. Do you hear that verb there? What's the verb there? To live up to. To live up to. If something doesn't live up to something, in other words, in this case, if the game doesn't live up to the hype, it means that the game doesn't reach what was hoped for or what was expected. And the problem, the problem, I call it a problem. Of course, it's not a problem. But the situation this year was that you had Patrick Mahomes, who was an incredible quarterback for Kansas City, playing against Tom Brady, who, of course, is an incredible quarterback for Tampa Bay. And so people created so much hype and expected such an amazing football game that it didn't happen. They created this super high expectation, and the game didn't live up to the hype. In other words, the result was not what was expected or hoped for at all, because the result was 31 points for Tampa Bay, 9 points for Kansas City, and it was a pretty boring game in my opinion. Of course, for Tom Brady, it was an amazing achievement. Tom Brady is a pretty amazing player. Some of you who follow American football know that he spent his first 19 years in New England. He played for the New England Patriots. As a matter of fact, he spent 20 seasons at the Patriots in New England. He began in the year 2001 with the New England Patriots, and last year he moved to Tampa Bay. So he spent 20 seasons in Boston, in New England, and now he is playing for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And what's really interesting about Tom Brady, in my opinion, is he leads by example, but he gets people to believe in themselves. Please repeat, he gets people to believe in themselves. He gets people to believe in themselves. If you get somebody to do something, you are making that person do something. You are achieving something by getting somebody to do something. You know, I can't get my son to take out the garbage. I wish my son would take out the garbage, but I can't get him to do it. In other words, if I say I can't get him to do it, I am unable 
to make him do it. Tom Brady gets people to believe in themselves. That is his leadership trait. That is his leadership skill. And of course, as a football player, he is very talented, and his leadership is demonstrated on the field as an athlete. Remember how you pronounce the word athlete. It has two syllables, athlete. He's an incredible athlete on the field, but I think his value is particularly important in the leadership that he provides his team. So anyway, don't believe the hype. No, you can believe the hype. The Super Bowl is a cool experience. It's always overrated. In this case, Tampa Bay was the underdog, but they won the game. Well, that's all for this episode, the 96th episode of Crosby's Nine. Please go back and listen to this podcast two or three times and really incorporate what you learn in these podcasts, primarily by imitating me. Thanks for tuning in to the 96th episode. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.